Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Now, generally speaking, it's expected that the first boss in a video game won't offer up too much resistance. But generally speaking, these 10 video game bosses gave that concept the middle finger. So let's take a look at them. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are the 10 hardest first bosses in video games. Number 10. Kuze. Yakuza Zero. As a prequel to the mainline Yakuza franchise, Yakuza Zero served as an entry point for many new fans, and is largely credited with boosting the series' popularity over the last few years. Though the game eases players in gently with reams of cinematics and fuss-free combat, the first boss battle against Tojo Clan Lieutenant Kuze represents a massively challenging skill check. Those new to the series were blindsided en masse by the ferocity of Yakuza Zero's first boss, who due to the player's relative weakness and lack of combat abilities at this point ends up being one of the game's very toughest bosses. He's got a massive life bar, can counter most of what you can throw at him, and if he locks you into a combo attack, you can lose massive amounts of health. To make matters worse, you have to battle your way through fleets of goons before making your way to him. And because the game's checkpointing is, well, let's just call it what it is, god-awful, you're forced to go through it all again if he beats you, and likely he will. It all adds up to a frustrating difficulty spike that caught many players off guard, but also kind of ensured that they knew what to expect moving forward. Number 9. Murai Ninja Gaiden While Yakuza 0 is a relatively easy game outside of a few tricky boss fights, Ninja Gaiden is an absolute infuriating ass-kicker from start to finish, and is generally accepted to be one of the most difficult video games of the last 20 years or so. And Team Ninja enthusiastically threw players in at the deep end with the game's first boss fight against Rogue Ninja Murai. This is a boss fight so challenging many players never actually got past it, and only through perseverance and intense determination could anyone continue on. Now he's a dab hand with nunchucks and will absolutely punish you if you let him. Dodging is absolutely vital to avoid his debilitating attacks, but even then, you'll need to find those brief windows of vulnerability to start chipping away at his health. Though the fight is certainly effective in teaching players that they need to put the graft in to expose an enemy's vulnerabilities, that doesn't make it any less annoying when you've been felled by him for the 15th time in a bloody row. Number 8. Engels Goliath. Near Automata, Potato Potata. Near Automata Potato Patata boasts one of the most head-scratchingly unforgiving video game prologues ever, because above all else you need to beat the 40 or so minute segment without dying due to the lack of checkpoints. Now were Automata's intro a fairly ho-hum glorified tutorial, that might have been fine, but given that you have to defeat the towering Goliath-class machine Engels before you're able to save, it lurches into arguably excessive, if not downright unreasonable territory. Considering how easily the Engels Goliath can kill you, 
you, especially on higher difficulties, this is quite the maddening boss fight indeed. It will test your reflexes and attentiveness, and while absolutely setting you up for the rest of the game, it does rather feel like director Yoko Taro had a bit too much fun at the player's expense here. Unsurprisingly, many players opted ultimately to just cheese their way through the prologue on easy difficulty rather than having to slog through it again and again ad nauseum. Number 7. The Root Pack or Goopy Legrand Cuphead Now, Cuphead's first boss can actually be one of two encounters, both of which are unlocked right away on Inkwell Isle. While they're surely the two easiest bosses in the game, that's really more of a testament to just how damn hard Cuphead can truly be, because these two are still mighty challenges by any conventional metric, and the choice comes down to either the Root Pack or Goopy Legrand. The Root Pack is a trio of deranged root vegetables, a potato, onion, and carrot, who then fire projectiles at you. Now, once you've gotten a few more boss fights under your belt, this one is certainly trivial, but it's still easy for new players acclimating to Cuphead's unconventional gameplay style and aesthetic to get caught unawares. The second option is the incrementally more difficult Goopy Legrand, a big blue ball of slime that will hop around the screen and attempt to both punch and crush you. His three phases can certainly throw you off if you're not paying close attention, and if you've not gotten used to the control scheme, Goopy can definitely make short and easy work of you. Number 6. Father Gascoigne Bloodborne With Bloodborne's Cleric Beast being an optional encounter, albeit hugely recommended in order to pick up the Sword Hunter badge, the game's first mandatory boss battle is actually against Father Gascoigne. The Father's axe and gun attacks can make short work of you if you're not fast on the move and quick on the draw, especially if this happens to be your first From Software game. Even for the developer's unforgiving standards, he is a tricky boss for an opening fight, and even if you manage to fend off his human form, he'll eventually transform into a wolf-like creature for some added challenge. He moves so quickly quickly and can deal massive amounts of damage if you're not in the zone as it were, and so for many became quite literally the brick wall preventing them from further progress. Number 5. The Kairon The Witcher 2 Assassins of Kings the Witcher 2's first boss is the Kairon, a gigantic, water-dwelling, tentacled creature which for a first boss poses quite the indecent, even irritating challenge. For starters, its tentacles are capable of killing you with just a few hits, especially on higher difficulties and also if you haven't chugged the mongoose potion which will protect you from the venomous mucus. Even though the game makes it clear that you need to destroy four of the creature's six tentacles, it's easier said than done given the speed with which it can hit you or indeed throw rocks at you. The key to victory involves trapping the four tentacles with the magic sign Yurden and then hacking away at them, but the sheer chaos of it all makes it decidedly trickier than it looks. Given that some players may have stumbled into the fight underleveled and without any clue of what they're doing, it's little surprise that many were left utterly stumped on this for a good while. Number 4. Vepa Bloodstained Ritual of the Night Nothing will make you feel more like a scrub fraud than this apparent tutorial boss absolutely wiping the floor with you, as happened to most anyone while playing Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. This is a gigantic, grotesque humanoid sea monster who can quickly annihilate the player with her tentacles and acid-slash-water projectile attacks. You'll likely die a few times in order to figure out her attack patterns, especially as her busy movements will try and divide your attention for most of the battle. Now, if you're mad enough to try and tackle this on higher difficulties, well, she becomes a lot trickier. With her increased speed and ferocity, she arguably becomes one of the most frustrating bosses in the entire game. Given that she has an over-the-odds amount of health and you have very little equipment to offer, she presents some major pushback right out of the gate. Number 3. Urizen Devil May Cry 5 
Devil May Cry 5's Urizen is an especially interesting opening boss fight because, in fact, you're not actually supposed to beat him. The battle is designed to be lost because you'll end up encountering him numerous times throughout the games and get a fully-fledged fight with him right at the end. As a result, the prologue battle is extremely difficult, and yet the game does allow sufficiently skilled players to overcome and defeat him. This in turn unlocks a secret ending which somewhat sarcastically rolls the end credits very early. Winning the fight is a massive pain, though, largely due to the fact that the player hasn't yet been able able to kit themselves out with skill and health upgrades. Urizen will hurl all manner of extremely harmful projectiles your way, and the time windows where he's vulnerable to attacks are very, very small. Simply put, only the most hardcore DMC players have a hope in hell of beating him the hard way. Number 2. Derek the Executioner, Neo now don't let his daft name fool you, Derek the Executioner may be a relatively easy boss by Neo's otherwise hellacious standards, but by any conventional metric he can still be a major pain in the ass for your novice or even averagely skilled player. Derek more or less acts as a test of everything you've been taught throughout the game's tutorial up until this point. Though his slow, lumbering movement and generously telegraphed tells are certainly helpful, your limited arsenal means that you will struggle a lot here. The fight is totally effective in teaching players through failure not to get greedy with their attacks, to favour chipping away while dodging where necessary, but learning that lesson absolutely results in sure frustration for many new to this type of game. And number one, Frike, Returnal. Returnal's first boss is an interesting example because while you'll surely encounter Frike for the first time within an hour or two of playing, it will be much, much longer than that before you can take this creature down. As it turns out, Frike is basically the toughest of the game's five bosses, and aided by the fact that players are still getting used to the Metroidvania-esque gameplay loop, and the developers reported that Frike caused more player deaths in the game's first month on release than any other boss, though that might be in part because even reaching the other four bosses may have taken many players longer than a month. You'll need to take countless runs through this first biome, spanning possibly a few dozen hours before you're ready to kill Frank, whose high damage bullet hell attacks can cut you down with ease. Once you've mastered the game's movement mechanics enough to finally kill Frank, the other bosses, they kind of seem considerably simpler by comparison. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.